Welcome to HXGN Radio. My name is Brian, and in today's podcast, we're discussing how laser scanning solutions are shaping the future of AEC and what leaders need to know when implementing this technology into their workflows. Joining me today is Agatha Fisher, Hexagon's Director of Business Development for the Building Industry. She's based out of Switzerland, and we are so pleased to be talking. So thank you for joining me. My pleasure. I appreciate it. We're in person. We get to chat. We're not doing the the Zoom remote thing, which is kind of nice. And I got to be honest, you know, we've been doing this for so long. It's nice to actually do a little face-to-face. And we get to talk. Fully agree. Yeah, that's wonderful. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. And also, what are you nerding out on? What are you excited about right now? So I'm responsible for business development of the building industry at Hexagon Geosystems, which is really exciting because I... I get to know many customers and listen to the voice of the customer and influence the development of new products and solutions. On the other side, I'm also involved with our global strategic key accounts internationally, which is also really fun. All right. So what is this? You, you've been with Hexagon now a little over a decade. Is that correct? That's correct. All right. So you've, you've stayed within the area of building construction. So why have you stayed so long and what interests you about this specific part of the industry? Well, building construction is everywhere. We live and work in buildings. We see construction sites everywhere we go. So it touches really everyone's life. And the big challenge of the industry is that it's still lagging behind other industries in terms of digitalization. Yeah. So there are a lot of opportunities for growth and development. And this is what kept me in this industry for so long. And what I see is that by embracing solutions that digitalize pre-construction, so design, planning, and construction processes, we can maximize productivity, quality, and accuracy of the projects. And while at the same time, we minimize the rework, delays, and waste. So also what I've noticed is that as technology advances, the boundaries and the reservations about investing or embracing these digital solutions are starting disappearing. So this is really exciting for the future. Yeah, oh, that's great. So now I, I understand you recently conducted a series of interviews to better understand the challenges that are being faced by those within the AEC space. So talk about some of the findings of your research. Sure. So as the AEC sector is recovering from the pandemic, their number one priority is staffing. They have less uh, hands to work, so they're looking for ways to increase their productivity while at the same time not compromising on quality of projects. The interviews we conducted uh, were very revealing and also very, very consistent. So there were, we identified four main challenges that emerged throughout all the interviews with AEC firms. The first challenge is the lack of accurate up-to-date plans and as-built information, which means that taking decisions can be very challenging Mm -hmm. and the risk of rework delays and waste can, is increasing. So let me give you an example. We talked to one company that is specializing in prefabricating and installing drywalls or gypsum boards. Their strategic priority is to reduce waste across the entire process. And what they realized is that the as-built information um, was different from their BIM models that they use as a base to prefabricate the drywalls. So This meant for the process that it increased the installation time and the waste of materials was significant. The second challenge are the recurring site visits as a result of the first challenge, not having accurate plans. So what many contractors or AEC firms still do is that they capture as-built information manually. So just think about 
using a tape measure or a simple laser distance meter to capture a building or even a house. Mm -hmm. It's very manual, it's time consuming, and often it's a two-man operation. Sure. And the room for error. Yes, yes. Or missing a critical dimension is quite high. It's a risk. So they have to go on site over and over again. Also, what we realize is that many capture images as a backup of manual measurements so that they make sure that they don't miss an important detail. And this time could be spent on other value-adding activities. And then the third challenge are design changes. And of course, not all of them can be fully avoided. I mean, sometimes new requirements just come in to a project, but in many cases, um, the changes come from clashes in the design, unfitting elements that are being just discovered on site. And then as a result, we have rework. So also many of the AEC clients don't understand the limitations of the design because if they can't be visualized easily, yeah. it's quite difficult for them to grasp it and also to approve any changes or modifications. And the last, last challenge is regarding collaboration. It's not uncommon for large projects um, that more than one architect or engineer are working on them. And they work on the same data. And during our research, what we realized is that many work, we even heard from one of the customers, they work in a bubble. So they download the data, they work locally on their computer. And what happens is that when it comes to merging the designs or merging the information, there is they realize they duplicated the efforts or they have some issues in merging the data. There are some misunderstandings among the team or with the clients. So in a nutshell, all of these challenges and risks resulting from them come down to one thing, not working with up-to-date, accurate representation of site or a building. Yeah, absolutely. So what, what are the solutions to this then? What can the leaders do to overcome these challenges? So what I realized is that many AEC firms already start seeing the necessity of data-driven decision-making. And one way to do this is to work with up-to-date digital representation of reality, a digital twin or smart digital reality, as we call it. Digital twin means that it's a digital replica of built assets and it allows us to go through on a virtual tour in the building and also being able to take decisions independent from the location of the project team and the stakeholder. And it includes three main elements, a realistic visualization, measurements, and also positioning information. In the recent ENR article, I was very pleased to get that confirmed that uh, the article was about priorities of 500 design firms, top design firms. And they said that data-driven decisions is one of their top priorities. One of the firms even said, we are focusing on capturing right data to drive better analysis and operational improvements. They also confirmed that data is treated as a core crucial asset to better estimate work at the right price. So digital twin is highly beneficial yeah. in planning and design phases. For example, think about renovation or refurbishment projects. Digital twin gives context about surrounding, about trees, neighboring houses, about any boundaries around the project. Knowing them helps to eliminate major changes in the project later and to avoid surprises as well. Yeah. Uh, but digital twin can also be maintained by feeding it with information from its physical twin. 
And we observed it at large construction companies who are capturing digital twins repetitively mm -hmm. for verification purposes in order to validate the as-built versus the, the design or the model. And it gives them a lot of flexibility. They can react immediately yeah. to any changes or surprises. And also in terms of collaboration, digital twin or using digital twin offers endless benefits, especially for international projects and teams, as most members don't even need to go on site. So they can use that virtual tour and they can share the data between each other and they can minimize the number of trips to client facilities. Um, and lastly, if AEC firms look into utilizing 3D modeling and BIM much more, um, the data from Digital Twin can feed into the systems and makes adoption of 3D and BIM much easier. Excellent. All right, so let's get into laser scanning a little bit. Obviously, it's a hot topic right now. So why is this technology being adopted then? So laser scanning is by far the most efficient and accurate technology to capture Digital Twin and to start digital way of working in planning, design, and construction phases. It might seem at first as capturing digital twin is a necessary step, but when we talk to many of these companies, they all said that it saved them a lot of time. Some even could quantify it and said it's 10 times faster really? to capture the as-built wow. as with the traditional methods. Wow. In terms of type of firms who are adopting laser scanning, we talk to both, to small and large AEC firms, and they equally embrace it. They either upskill their existing teams or they even establish departments specializing in laser scanning. What's very exciting is that all those who use laser scanning today said that they would never go back hmm. to traditional way of as-built measurements, and they also mentioned that it opened new business opportunities for, for example, services yeah. to their clients, yeah. scan to plan, scan to BIM, and so on. Laser scanning technology also became much more accessible and easier to use. It's not limited to survey professionals. And boundaries such as the steep learning curve, return on investment, or integration of data, they have all been overcome. So in the meantime, it's really... Um, it's really accessible to everybody. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Okay, so what kind of advice would you offer then for those who are interested in implementing laser scanning? I would start by looking into type of projects you do and their scale. Are these indoor, outdoor projects? Are these small residential homes or are there large commercial buildings? How often do you will you need to capture digital twin? Are you looking for more efficiency? Do you want to walk and collect the data as you go? Or is it more important for you to have the highest accuracy and level of detail possible? These all are important to, to find the right solution. But if in doubt, I would say the, the latest generation of BLK360 imaging laser scanner is an optimal solution to start laser scanning yeah. journey uh, as it scans, it captures scans in 20 seconds. So it's super fast. Yeah. 30 seconds with <laughs> HDR images. So yeah. you can actually skip the camera because of the high accuracy of the images. And it also has the built-in VIS technology, which tracks the unit's location and combines scans automatically, which saves a lot of time in the processing step. It also comes with an app that guides through the workflow 
and it allows to export the capture scans into the HXDR smart digital reality okay. or third-party software. So if AEC leaders are looking for a solution that anyone can work with, that are quick, easy to integrate, highly portable, BLK360 is something to look at. That's amazing. Okay, so you mentioned it's about 20 seconds for the scan. That's right. So if they go in and they say, all right, we're going to take a measurement, we're going to upload it and have it wherever they need to have it, what, what's the time frame? On with average? uploading? Oh, it's, it happens I- immediately. 20 to 30 seconds, you're done with everything. Yeah, you're, you're done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's cool. Obviously, depending on the size of the building, you might need to walk from sure. place to place, right? Depending yeah. if you have multiple rooms. Mm-hmm. But essentially, per scan, 20 seconds, you're done. It's okay. uploaded. And that's, yeah, that was my yeah. question is per scan. So that's perfect. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. All right. So talk about some of the trends you see that are coming for the AEC. Sure. So what has started already is the increasing integration of digital twins into other platforms, such as construction project management software, common data environment, or digital reality platforms like HXDR. Um, What I talked about today a lot is the digital twin being used in the planning, design, and construction phases. But what we are seeing increasingly as well is its application in operations and maintenance of the building. For example, for facility management purposes, real estate, and predictive maintenance. A digital twin will also play an increasingly important role in sustainability activities in and around buildings, such as prefabrication, demolishing processes, which all aim to reduce, have the aim to reduce waste. And lastly, um, in the last years, automation in data capturing workflow has increased a lot. So we've seen drones and robots as carriers for laser scanners. So what I expect that will happen is that we will be seeing much more automation and artificial intelligence for deliverable creation, for data analytics and simulations. Good. Very exciting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I excited think so to too. see what's coming. Yeah, that's great. Well, thank you very much for sharing all this. And, and it's good to see, you know, the, the positive movement in this industry, which is awesome. Absolutely. So, yeah, I appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you. Agatha Fisher, Hexagon's Director of Business Development for the Building Industry. Thank you for joining us today on HXGN Radio. For more information and also to listen to additional HXGN Radio episodes, head on over to iTunes, Spotify, or SoundCloud. And of course, you can visit hxgnspotlight.com for more information and stories from Hexagon. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. Thank you.